0: Welcome to Shonen Flop Chibi, a first impressions mini episode where we talk about the first chapter of the series we'll be covering in depth next week. I'm Jordan and with me today as usual is my co-host David. Say
1: hi David. Hi David.
0: What series are we covering this week David?
1: We are and please be aware there is actually a bad word in the name of the series so I'm going to whisper it. <gasps> oh my god. We are doing Hell Warden, Ekuma. <gasps> I know. I-, I can't believe you said the word. We're going to get delisted from iTunes for saying the word hell. Maybe we should just call it Heck Warden this entire time. <laughs> Heck Warden
0: Higema. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So Heck Warden Higuma, also known as uh, H-E Double Hockey Sticks Warden Higama,
1: is the series we are covering this week. <coughs> and then the, just to dive into it. Sorry, uh, listeners, I am a little under the weather, but hustle never stops. Hashtag, we can do it. Hashtag, who needs medicine? Hashtag, who needs sleep? What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. That's what I tell the doctor about my, um, compound fracture and my eucalyptus. I was trying to think of something that wasn't offensive, a medical condition that wasn't offensive, and I just couldn't think of anything. Um, those damn koalas, though. Those fucking little rat bastards. Drop air. Yeah, the drop bears. Uh, yeah. So this series that was created by Natsuki Hakomi, and it ran from December 17th, 2018 to July 16th, 2019. This is probably one of the more recent series that's been canceled before we actually started the show. And I know this is actually a series that was requested by our very own artist shannon so shout out to you shannon we always are more than happy to do series that you personally enjoy much like how we did for jennifer double arts her name is jennifer double arts
0: yeah that's that's her name
1: <laughs> yes it's italian this ran for 22 chapters and was three volumes so pretty much bang on the dot average runtime for a series that we cover in shonen flop
0: so this was like um the canceled series immediately pre-covid no off by a year no i'm, I'm fucking wrong you're off by like eight months i'm It's one of the more recent ones pre-COVID, whatever. I know what you mean. You know what I mean, listener, and
1: I'm right. Didn't Zipman pretty much get canceled like a month before COVID? I think that is true, yeah. (laughs) Because, yeah, Zipman was pretty recent when we did it. I'm pretty sure Zipman got canceled in January. Damn. I don't want to blame its cancellation on COVID, but there's a lot of things that line up with that timeline.
0: No, it's true. I mean, I remember the part of Zipman where the main character just has a moment where he just talks about how bad vaccines are and how, like, yeah, I'm never going to wear a mask. Ask if a government makes me.
1: It does remind me how uh, Beast Children literally did get canceled because the World Cup ended. <laughs> Definitely one of the yeah. top ten best shown flop moments of all time.
0: God, it's so good.
1: Yeah, it was. And then Jordan, would you? Like to go into the plot summary?
0: I would love to. Ayaha Kuramine has two problems. One is that she has been possessed by a weak ghost called a Suduma, which forces her to steal things, which hurts Ayaha because she believes strongly in following the rules of society. That spirit is exercised by a cheerful boy she met on the bus named Higuma Kagarite, a hell warden tasked by King Enma with retrieving the myriad of spirits who escaped from hell about 400 years ago. Helping Higuma in this task are 11 floating hands, or Zaiju, which... Ayaha is only able to see post-exorcism. Higama then uses a magic device called a Hell Cauldron to teleport Ayaha back home, where she's confronted by her second problem, her brother, who suddenly became comically evil and abusive one day. Thankfully, Higama appears from the Hell Cauldron, revealing that Ayaha's brother was possessed by a fugitive spirit named Kokujo Bokushu Bokushu of the Black Hearts. (laughs) Ooh, Tucker! Oh, man. Higama transforms into his battle mode, which looks uncomfortably similar to a Nazi officer with horns and defeats Kokojo, turning her brother back to normal. And that's the end of the first chapter.
1: This really felt like someone's first series, and I'm pretty sure it was. I completely agree. Very rough in pretty much every area.
0: Yeah, but it wasn't, like, totally poorly done. There is absolutely some, uh, some potential here because listener, like, uh, I gave you the plot, but like, the actual way the comic is structured is Higamu meets Ayaha on a bus, they get off the bus to Higamu's house. She immediately goes home and then he immediately follows. So like the whole thing, the entire events of the comic basically take place in the span of like, I don't know, like an hour max or
1: something. The pacing of this comic was really, really weird. Yeah. She was like, oh, I like to steal shit. And then like literally two pages later, they explain it. It feels like he didn't have enough pages, which is weird because he had like 65 pages to describe what he was doing. And I think he could have. I
0: think what he was trying to do was make it so that it was that fast. But it didn't super work Like the weirdest thing The thing that jumped out to me immediately When she went home to her brother Who charges in and is angry that she is late Even though she just fucking teleported The thing is, it's like If she believes in spirits enough And possession enough To go see Higuma for an exorcism It wouldn't occur to her that like Oh yeah, my brother who suddenly became violently abusive And controlling one day Like out of being this cheerful, easygoing guy Suddenly got to the point where he is controlling his parents' schedule And forcing them to do things under threat of violence It doesn't occur to her that like Hmm, I don't know Maybe there's a possession there Since I'm obviously already thinking this for my sake
1: Like, it just... (laughs) It just seems so strange. I do like how, though, she actually lists that she tried practical approaches to, I guess, her kleptomania. Actually, in a lot of these series, they're kind of like, I've tried nothing and I'm all out of ideas. But she literally was like, I've tried <laughs> taking medication, I've tried seeing professionals about what can be a legitimate mental condition. So I thought that was actually a nice touch. But it is weird, as you said, how she just thought It was like, oh, hormones or something. You know, that's puberty for you, why her brother became like this huge abusive asshole, right? He turns his head 180 degrees to face her and he starts walking the wall and he's like, oh, you know, he just, he's, he's probably just saw his chiropractor and he's feeling very limber after that.
0: You're totally right, by the way. Now that I'm thinking about it, it did feel like the author was uh, struggling for space because he doesn't even have the room to give her brother a name. Yeah. And as soon as she, like, asks him, are you a spirit? First of all, she just asks him, are
1: you a possessed ghost? And he's like, you got me. (laughs) Well, in his defense, she did literally, like, teleport into the house.
0: Yeah, but why would you ask him about a ghost and just completely blow that, you know? It just seemed, like, really dumb. Like, just revealing that you know what's happening, and then her brother, who could probably just be like, uh, you're
1: fucking crazy or whatever, and then, I don't know, maybe kill her secretly. Here's the thing. This series should have just had the entire chapter stop with him taking care of the first ghost, okay? They could have just had that be a real fight instead of him just, like, instantly defeating this ghost no problem and then just save the entire brother thing for like the second chapter
0: that makes sense or like have her bring it up you know have her bring it up at the end where it's like wait a minute so my behavior was controlled by a spirit well there's somebody else in my life who's had his whole personality and actions suddenly change out of nowhere also i do have to mention uh this series is very very heavy on like crime and punishment and it isn't just me right when higuma turns into his power mode he looks weirdly
1: like A Nazi officer. Yeah, I mean, that's always a thing. You can't have an armband and not be vaguely Nazi-like.
0: Well, he doesn't really have an armband. It just looks like, picture in your head, an SS officer. That's pretty much what he looks like. Except he's got horns on his head. Like, it's... It's wild, but I do actually really like his power where he has just these uh, immense floating hands. I really like how each pair of hands
1: look like they belonged to a different being. So that's the thing, like the art I think is good. And I think the main thing that struck me away as we talk about this kind of feels like your first series. This is not a series done by someone who's trying to phone it in. This is a series where this is literally the best he could do with his skill set. We've read phone in series, like probably the second half of Robot Laser Beam is pretty phoned in. Yeah. Um, what's another one? Tokyo shinobi squad
0: swat you know swat oh phantom seer phantom seer
1: Phantom series, yeah, actually, I, that's what I was thinking, speaking of. But yeah, this is a series, this is like Golem Hearts, where that dude tried as hard as he possibly could, and now was just simply the limit of how well he could draw.
0: He gives a shit, he's trying, he's thinking about it, and there are enough things about this that work, where it's just like, yeah, man, keep trying. This ain't it,
1: chief, but like,
0: <laughs> I'm not gonna kick you
1: out of the league, you know? I think we're in pretty good alignment. Do you, do you agree, though, that this kind of reminds you of Golem Hearts? Yeah, I absolutely see what you mean. It's like, uh, <laughs> it's the ant anti-semitic golem hearts <laughs> oh my god which is golem hearts was a, the most semitic shonen jump series you've ever read actually so i guess that yeah inside of you are two different mangas one is anti-semitic one is semitic you are anime trash
0: yeah two brothers one's a jew one's a nazi it's just like um are you familiar with ricky o, the story of ricky
1: no i thought you were gonna talk about the popular 1975 uh, sitcom about that it's an actual situation called jew would have seen this coming <laughs> No, I'm just on a lot of cold medicine. (laughs) This will be a great episode. I won't remember the recording of this, because I'm going to go to sleep after this. Thankfully,
0: we have a record of the events, so if you forget about it, you can just listen to this episode and remember what it was like. It's
1: called called recording.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Just call me Thomas Edison, man. I'm inventing this shit.
1: fuck off. I actually remember one of the first big posts I made on Reddit is I posted on, like, Shower Thoughts, where I said, Nikola Tesla is best known for not being very well known. (laughs) And I got, like, 12,000 upvotes for that. It's true. (laughs) It was great. Just being a
0: science hipster, like, oh, uh, you like the Edison light bulb?
1: Okay, thief. Oh, you like electricity? Name three types of currents.
0: Uh, I only like
1: the kind of current that doesn't
0: uh, electrocute elephants. Thank you.
1: Yeah. If I can be direct, Jordan, what are your three guesses of where you think this series is going to go next? My
0: alternate ideas on the current
1: trajectory of the series? Okay. Sh- shocking response. Hassan is like right now listening to this and going, this this guy fucking gets it. This guy
0: guy isn't human
1: i think adam in the discord uh shout out to you adam he made like a chart of like patterns of like shitty manga and like how there's things like the sora sudden final boss it's really cool, by the way. Um, you can post it in the description, actually, because it's a really cool sheet he made. It's got like eight fields. He literally went through everything. It was really, really cool that he made that. I gotta check that out, yeah. <laughs> we could just make one for us. Be like, did you mention Chainsaw Man? Did you mention Gomez? Did you talk about how nice Hassan is? <laughs> yeah, the shun and Flop drinking game. Yeah, actually, I think that was one of our listener questions, but I don't think we had time for it. But maybe for the next, next chibi.
0: So my first guess is that the Zaiju come from defeated demons who are imprisoned in their hands somehow. My second one is there's a, particularly evil demon who escaped that Higuma has a personal grudge with, much like the Kingfisher from Bleach, and... Kiguma has a family member who's a bad guy, which um is kind of more of a Hail Mary thing, but I think there's a decent chance of that being the case.
1: Yeah, I think out of those three, I could totally see him having like a family member who's a bad guy that like got sent to hell and has like been in prison there, and he's like, I don't think he's the main bad guy, but I totally bet he like works for like the big bad and he's like one of his generals.
0: I mostly only say that because they frequently bring up that he is like a member of a lineage, you know, like it's something that they mention a lot. And that, that could be nothing. Or it could be something.
1: Yeah, I bet his great grandfather is like two feet. Tall. that's not one of my guesses but that's always how the trope is so though speaking though of my guesses mine is there's gonna be a villain that controls feet <coughs> Not named Quentin Tarantino, but I'm sure that's why Quentin would be very interested. He will have like a very, very specific pair of hands he only uses in absolute emergencies. It's like how that dude in Phantom Seer had the demon he would only summon in in absolute emergencies, which happened every single time and there was no consequences because it wasn't very well written. And finally, I think the girl, so she gets powers in the very end of the chapter. I didn't really understand the mechanism. It seemed like a plot. McGuffin. was like, oh, and now she has powers too. I bet hers is maybe they'll keep the stealing theme. And like, what if she's like a blue mage where she can like steal abilities from demons and use them?
0: I think the idea is that through interacting with her in a um a spiritual sense, Higuma has awakened her ability to see ghosts because she is physically become in contact with that world I suppose that's just I feel like what happens in a lot of anime but it isn't super explained
1: I thought that like random ass demon or whoever that person was just was like oh let's add her into the mix and like put the mark on her hand that lets her like interact with demons or whatever oh was there a mark on her hand I didn't see it in like the last page you can see that the mark that the main character has on his hand she has one on her hand too which I assume is like the signifier that she can have powers now or something I got a little confused by like which hands went where sometimes (laughs) there's a lot of hands in this series Oh, the dude who made Micro Academia probably really, really, really liked the series.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, but you mentioned the villain that controls feet. I'm just thinking, like, what if all the other Hell Wardens, instead of hands, just have different parts of bodies? Like, one guy has elbows, and, like, another guy just, like, controls heads.
1: Uh, Yeah, there's a boob guy, and it's just all (laughs) censored. You're like, we don't talk about him. Yeah, the feet guy's definitely gotta be the weirdest guy.
0: No, I don't know, because like uh they can't show the one guy who controls dicks. Oh, uh, it wouldn't stop Oda. God. The worst version of this in anime would be if it's like, oh, I control all the young children's dicks because I don't have to censor
1: them. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Takes his mask off and is actually fucking pissed. <laughs> Manicate piss. piss? Manic and he's wearing Joe Chiro's part five hat. That would be good. It was me, Mannequin Piss. <laughs> I wish I wanted to draw that. It's like, nothing's stopping me from drawing a little baby dick. Yeah, uh, except myself. Yeah, speaking of things you're into, would you keep reading this series?
0: Um, yeah. I'm not like super hyped on it, but like, I'd at least read the next few chapters based on this. I can see it getting better.
1: I feel like it's like a cop-out, because I feel like any series you would always be like, yeah, I would read two more chapters. I feel like we should change it. Would you read ten more chapters of this, Were you 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 have to read 10 more chapters if you say yes. Ooh. See, that's where it gets interesting.
0: Yeah, I don't think so. I think for the purposes of what this question is supposed to uh, imply, no. I don't think I would.
1: Yeah, me too. I think if it was either read 10 or drop it, I would probably drop it. Sorry, Shane.
0: I mean, I don't hate it. Like, in those 10 chapters, it's very possible that it picks up and gets better. And I, I don't really hate this chapter. I, I'd rather read other things. Yeah, like Chainsaw Man again. Yeah, or Hell's
1: Paradise. You mean Hex Paradise.
0: Oh, shit, you're right. Oh, no, I'm getting to get canceled.
1: <sighs> Not to brag, but I have been canceled by three different people in the last, like, two weeks. So... One of them was danceling, though. I got danceled, I got chanceled in our last episode, and then um, Lauren uh, I just canceled me, because she's that powerful, it's just normal cancellation. Yeah,
0: that's true, yeah. <laughs> I guess this time I got cancelled because hands...
1: No, no. No, no, buddy. That ain't it. That ain't it, buddy. Sorry.
0: All right. So, well, let's move on. In the normal episode, we have a six-word summary. But in the Chibi episode, since we're only covering one chapter, we
1: have a singular power word. David, what is your power word? My power word is heart. It reminds me of Golem Hearts a lot, and I was actually trying to avoid saying it when we were talking about it, but you can tell this was done by someone who really thought they were making the best series they could. They really put their heart into it and, you know, it kind of matches the soul element, like the heart and soul, because this is about spirits.
0: Yeah, my power work.
1: (laughs) You're just like, okay, sure, why not, buddy? All right, what's yours?
0: (sighs) I'm going to say it. Fashy, not totally fascist, but you know, it's it's getting there. You know, you Fashy got fash. you got a main character who is a, literally like a cop and he looks like a particularly fascist cop and the whole series is about how we must um capture these escaped people who have broken the rules of society and lock them away in hell forever and it's all about punishment and stuff. You know, it's it's not necessarily um like super problematic, but it's like heading in that direction in a lot of ways, you know.
1: Yeah. It is, yeah, there's a lot of proto-fascism. Tokyo Shinobi Squad is definitely way worse. Yeah, I don't think this guy is racist. It's just got a very cool vibe, and it's hard not to emulate it.
0: At least it did not have a moment where it was like, man, you know who... We should throw in jail, though. Immigrants. (laughs) We're having terrorist (gasps) town. Terrorists! Yeah, like, that's the other thing. The things that are happening are so fantasy-based that it's like, sure, whatever, throw demons in jail in in hell. Okay, yeah, I agree, yeah. (laughs) That makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) All right.
1: (laughs) You ready to go to Q&A, buddy? Yeah, let's do it. All right. The first question is one we had been saving because we had to re-reference our notes. And this is from Adam of the amazing Shonen Flop Grid, as I am now going to be calling it. He had asked if you had to rank robot laser beam pre and post time skip, where would you place it on the list? And so to look at the ranking, we put. Robot Laser Beam in eighth place. It was below Cool Shock BT, but above Dark Mage.
0: I would probably move uh, Robot Laser Beam above Cool Shock BT, like the pre-time skip, but the post-time skip stuff, man, uh, I would drop that below zip, man. I was going to say that. Man, there's a lot of stuff here that I like more than the second half of Robot Laser Beam (laughs) kind of significantly. (laughs) And the second
1: half is extremely
0: racist. It's extremely racist. I'm just going to fucking put it right above Beast Children.
1: Oh, my God. (laughs) At, like, number 18. I think that actually is one of the things on Adam's list, is the series Racist. And I think it was the two he had selected was Robot Laser Beam and um, Tokyo Shinobi Squad.
0: The thing about RXL, which is so strange, is just that, like, it just suddenly becomes terrible
1: yeah that's phoning it in baby but that was a really good question sorry we needed a little bit of extra time to check it the next question we have is from zylon do you guys have a limit on how short a series is in order to consider it for shonen flop? In other words, must it be under 50 chapters and run for less than a year, or would you consider a series that ran longer but obviously had poor rushed endings like Bleach or Food Wars? I'm not gonna read Bleach for this fucking
0: podcast. <laughs> the way we've been doing it so far, it feels like we try and keep it
1: maximum around 30 chapters. I feel like that's like our ceiling. I don't think there's a min. We did Godspeed, which was 10 chapters, Cool Shark BT, which was like six chapters kind of ish, and we were we had no issue getting an hour worth of material from 10 chapters in terms of maximum I think actually speaking a laser beam that was about as long as I really would have covered unless it was like a really special series like a series I had personally read and I knew was good or a series people really really wanted us to cover so I would say 50 is about our limit because we do only have a week to read it especially for our guests we want to be respectful of their time and then an additional rule is I consider any series that had an anime adaption not something that we would ever cover on the series because it's not a flop if you got anime 50 is honestly too much especially if we're having a guest
0: because my god we don't want to run into another cheat situation for one thing I, w- I would even say like 40 is the ceiling if we're having a guest a lot of our guests go from not really reading manga to reading this manga for the first time be very worried about doing that with a
1: long series so i would say yes yeah, somewhere in like the 40 range then is probably our cap we want to keep it under probably an hour and a half to two hours of reading for our guest
0: yeah we don't want to make this like an arduous uh, thing for guests
1: Like, Elon Musk is a busy guy, he doesn't have that much time to be on our show. Oh shit, I just spoiled our next week's guest, sorry.
0: Well, Elon Musk has already read all Shonen Jump series, like, and he keeps up on it. Actually, have we asked Elon Musk to be on it? He does- post a lot. He might actually be down. <laughs> I would not let Elon Musk on our show. I would not do
1: that. <laughs> that was the problem. Grimes, maybe, but not Elon Musk. <laughs> Understandable. Have a nice day. Yeah. So the next question is from Scott, who said, what inspired the new opening for the podcast that goes harder? So Jordan, I think that one's surely in your court.
0: It's kind of just the fact that I got better recording equipment because the original podcast was literally me um, uh, using a microphone to record my voice and acoustic guitar. Then I got my electric guitar back. And I was able to hook up my electric guitar to a computer, so I was like, why don't I just
1: re-record this and make it better? Yeah, that's pretty much it.
0: Thanks for telling me it goes harder though. I
1: appreciate that. I really appreciate the new opening and ending theme, I think you're fantastic. Alright, next we got a double special of two quick questions from Kultrag, and he asked, Could Mora King defeat Spider-Man?
0: <sighs> Ooh. Damn! Uh, well, first of all, I don't think they would fight. They would come to no. an agreement. They would become close friends, I think. But, um, ooh, this is tough. This is tough. I mean, Mora King is the king of the fucking forest. Do spiders fight beetles? I don't know. The author of Mora King didn't really give me that bug fact, and that's where I got most of my bug facts from. So I really don't know. If anybody has a bug fact on how, uh, beetles fight against, uh, spiders, let me know.
1: I don't know if it's just Luke, but he ke- someone keeps asking who
0: what anime characters spider-man could beat up suddenly in our discord i just had this idea of like wait a minute do you think that spider-man could beat up kid goku from the beginning oh, that of Ball? that was me
1: mm-hmm.
0: because like obviously there's a point where no spider-man could absolutely not defeat kid goku ever but like was there a point where
1: he could yeah i think he could be day one goku
0: that's kind of where I'm landing. I think he could take uh, day one Kid Goku from like episode one but like when Goku gets
1: the Kamehameha wave I think that's when it's over. We'll have to we'll have to call some experts in. Maybe that will be a fun piece of Patreon content.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like a difficult question.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Don't say us death battle. Thank you. We're going to call it Um, we're we're gonna call it intense skirmish. I don't even know what you're referencing, which is weird. They call it death battle, but they say KO at the end, which makes no sense because they literally show people dying during some of the fights. Oh, death battle. Okay. Yeah, I thought you were saying death like death jam. Oh, if I yeah, we just we just have two hard of hearing people fight each other for (laughs) our entertainment.
0: That's why I was confused.
1: You scum. And then the other question Luke sends in is, Monkey D. Luffy's made out of rubber. How did that happen? David, no, you're saying it wrong. Let me try saying it again.
0: He's made of rubber. How did that happen? Yo,
1: ho, ho. He took a bite of gum gum.
0: Guy go, guy go. You got it, yeah. Still got it. <clears throat> Still got
1: it. And then the last question is from Trafalgar Wolfwood. What is your favorite flopped protagonist? Ooh. Besides Mannequin Piss, Yeah, of besides Mannequin Piss, that's not even, like, a fair comparison. <laughs> he literally can pee anytime he wants.
0: Uh, I've been thinking about this. I've actually been thinking a lot about, like, Sui from Double Arts. I actually really like her, mm-hmm. although she's not really, like, a protagonist. She's kind of a secondary supporting protagonist. I gotta go with um, the main
1: character of Zip Man. I really like him. Really? Yeah. I think I like the main character, Samurai 8. You know, he just, he had a really hard life, you know, and he just really really got through just really, really trying his best, turning his life around, really tr- saving the universe and sacrificing himself.
0: I see that. Hachimaru. Yeah. No, yeah. absolutely. I, I completely get that.
1: Hachimaru is great. One of these days, we're going to have to discuss who's the best manga dad in the series we've read. Might still be the Golem Hearts guy. Yeah, he was such a caring dad. Oh, I uh, Adam, if you're listening, that's in our column for the series is quality dad.
0: Actually, the best dad might be the fucking Samurai 8 dad.
1: Now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, he did sacrifice a lot. A-
0: and it was also kind of a realistic a father relationship where like Hachimaru didn't just head over heels love his dad the way that like um, the golem from Golem Hearts did. No, he had like complicated feelings towards him even though everything his dad was doing was out of love. It just felt a lot more realistic.
1: That's fair. Mm-hmm. Those were some great questions. Thank you everyone sent it in. If you ever want to have your question featured on the show, feel free to send us an email shonenflop at gmail.com, tweet us at ShonenFlopCast or post on the Discord where we have a dedicated question and answer section and you might just get featured on the show. Hell yeah. We'd
0: love to have more questions. Be sure to come join our Discord too. It's a lot of fun.
1: We, we got like a nice big community there and we'd love to have you. We just started a networking channel. So we're even seeing people just be guests on each other's show just purely through knowing each other through our Discord. We have over 200 people in it now, which has been really exciting to see it grow.
0: Absolutely nuts. Just unbelievable. All right. Well, with that, thanks for listening today, everybody. David. Keep on flopping, floppers. Bye. Bye. Hmm. <laughs>